Welcome to Asbury Pod. This week, we welcome Carrie Turner and Jen Hampton from the Asbury Park Arts Council to talk about the new mural project that is underway at the historic Asbury Park sewage plant and other projects coming this fall. Just a note, there are a few hard edits and jumps in this episode because a motorcycle and several DPW trucks also wanted to chime in on public art. Welcome, Carrie and Jen. The matters addressed in this podcast represent my own personal views and opinions concerning issues affecting the citizens of Asbury Park in my capacity as the deputy mayor of the city of Asbury Park. They do not necessarily represent the official position of the city or the official position of the Asbury Park City Council as a whole. I am developing and implementing this podcast in an effort to keep citizens informed. However, this is not an official City of Asbury Park podcast and does not, and I repeat, does not represent the official position of the city or the governing body. Their interviews always hit the mark, so subscribe to Asbury Park. I mean, pod. Be informed, don't be in the dark. Everybody listen to Asbury Park. I mean, pod. Everything you need to know. Brought to you by Amy and Joe. If you're local, they're the pod for you. But Bennies are welcome and Shoebies too. Route 35 to Convention Hall. Asbury Pod covers it all. Asbury Pod, I love you. I love you. Welcome, Asbury Pod <laughs> listeners. It is part two. Or part three. <laughs> Try number two. Third time. Or three. We're yeah. not sure yet. It's August 14th. We are here with two of Asbury Park's finest. And, and all the motorcycles in Asbury. We are hoping the sound on this podcast is going to be doable. Yeah. But it, there Hold is on. a chance this will be... Um, <laughs> Jesus they're Christ. Just gonna, they're just going to go That's right it. in front of the carousel. They're yep. good. And we're, they're in the, we're in the historic carousel building. We are. Yeah. Okay, we good. are back. We're we back. took a hiatus because Joe got COVID and went on vacation, and I've been a lazy SOB all summer. Yeah, so. all, all of and July. Summer brain. Tis what it is. Mm-hmm. So we are here with Jen Hampton and Carrie Turner to talk all things art. We're going to talk wooden walls, arts council, new projects coming up, the Asbury Park Public Art Commission. But first and foremost, I'm going to ask you guys to do an introduction. Jen is a second time guest, but Carrie's a virgin. Yay, Carrie! <laughs> Don't go telling. Um, well, sure. Hi, Carrie Turner, 12-year resident of Asbury Park. Used to run the boardwalk for Madison Marquette, no longer. And... Uh, why don't we do each other's introductions? Oh, that is brilliant. That yes. would be great. So I'm sitting okay. with Carrie Turner. Okay. Carrie Turner, beyond being a general manager of the Esri Park Boardwalk, she also worked in Camden and redevelopment in a very, very tough situation and liked it. She came here from Asbury off of that. Um, she is responsible for getting the wooden walls off the ground, part of um, her creative thinking helped us find a solution to fund it. She also was the driving force behind Fourth Union, which is where we're sitting in the Carousel House, the um, skate park that was amazing and, and I think sparked skateboarding uh, and the African-American community here. I, or maybe it was here before and she just helped it grow and I love it. And now she is our executive director. I skipped a whole section of you working at Rowan. Um, she had to commute a lot. 
that was an appropriate skip. That's a long drive. <laughs> it's a long drive, and we're happy that she's back in Asbury as our uh, executive director of the Asbury Park Arts Council. She is an amazing creative thinker that helps find solutions when people think there are none. And she makes things very easy when they seem very hard. Yes, Carrie Turner. Thanks. <laughs> Some of that is fake news, but. Um, oh, it's not fake news. And was, she has the best Southern accent. And if you feed 100%. her whiskey, it gets way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't tell my mama. Uh, <laughs> Not what you won't know about yourself. Now I have to introduce you. Don't have you. to introduce me, Jen Hampton, <laughs> mm, of the very high voice, right? Oh, my goofy voice. Who knows everyone in town? Might be known as the mayor of Cookman. <laughs> you know, because everyone, anytime you stop in to see her, another ten people will stop in behind you to also see her, and she knows everything about what's going on, uh, and is really been very instrumental in uh, keeping me in town, frankly, because of her creative vision. And so I'm much more of a, a doer, and she uh, has the vision. So we make a great team yes. because I'm not super visionary, but she provides the vision, and I just figure out how to get it done. You know? Carrie used to work at the galleries on Thursday, so we could have all this power. And actually, the Arts Council started because I was like, hey, Carrie, I have this idea. And Mike Sedona wants to raise money for a film, you know, like a film program for kids on the west side. And I think we had meeting an arts council. You want to do it? And she's like, yeah, sure. That was literally it, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. I So to... Uh, on the Asbury Park Public Art Commission, Jen is by far the visionary, and I am just the one sl- sludging through what permit, <laughs> who do I need to squeeze money from, will DPW power wash, you know. Yeah, no, I think it's such, I think that visionary quality about you is something that makes people want to do stuff for you. I think it's because I'm an Aquarius. I think that I dream really <laughs> big, but I don't know how to necessarily activate it which is hard so I really I think Asbury is so great for me because I have a community of supporters that are like no Jen you can do this yes Jen you can do that and usually when they say you can't do it I'm like okay well what what's the workaround or like and it helps me creative think because I have all these people that are like I see what you're seeing but I don't know how to do it let's do it together Mm. and I think that I wouldn't be this person if I wasn't here regarding the arts um uh, there was an art and uh, culture committee. Well, oh, no, wait. There's an arts committee, but there's an art and culture master plan in the Asbury Master Plan. Oh, Jesus, Say that Joe. four times. Nobody's right. read the arts and culture master plan. <laughs> All right, Joe, plan. let me do Jesus, this. I'm going to try to make You and Carrie can nerd out about I'm this I'm about right to nerd now. out right now. I love it. Yeah, right. and I was like, what? so what is the vision of, of the master plan? Okay, you know, so thank God Carrie's here. I'm going to get real nerdy and bureaucratic on you for a second. Meaning we're going to drop out New Jersey land use law requires all municipalities to have a master plan. They have all kinds of elements from you know open space to housing to business to this and that and the other. There for some statutory amount of time, they set the pace for what... Carrie has to stop using her hands when she's talking because that's going to also be sound. (laughs) Good night, I live in. Um, Okay, (laughs) so... So, uh, one of our, the Asbury Park Arts Council, sort of newly formed, 
brand confusion with the art public art commission we'll get to that later you know i get compliments for thing the art things the arts council has done and you know what i said thank you thank Thank you people will be like i love all the all the murals you've done on the boardwalk thank you thank you (laughs) but so i would too um actually one of our founding members mike sedano he and nancy formerly owned the showroom in town um jen and mike are really the driving force behind the asbury park arts council um anyway mike was very kind to sit through all of the re-examination <laughs> meetings for the master plan. Another sort of statutory thing that has to happen is that towns are supposed to re-examine their 30-year master plans, I think, every 10 years. Yeah. So Mike made sure that Asbury Park's master plan made reference to the need for an arts and culture plan. So it's it's basically, it means that there can be an appendix to this document that could just sit on a shelf if, you know, a town so choose or chose Mm. Um, but but instead we decided that we wanted to a get reference to it in there and have the city agree yeah that sounds like a good idea because our town is really you know it's the arts and culture are foundational to our town Um, and then Mike and Jen were like well let's do this let's figure out how we can actually get one written and that really is the sort of single purpose of the beginning of the Asbury Park Arts Council Mm -hmm. It turned us into a, a group of people that sat around a parlor talking about something we should do to a group of people who got help from Paul McEvely at Interfaith Neighbors to start a 501c3, which then allowed us to, you know, uh, get grant funding to hire a part-time ED. Uh, and then we got some more grant funding, and then it's allowed us to, it's allowed me to actually become the ED most recently on a full-time capacity um, for at least a little while. And uh, happy to say that we... Got some grant money from... You got a lot of grant money, from the right? count. Yes, we did. Uh, we wrote it. It was one of these things where you were like, let's just ask Let's ask for a bunch of dough and see if we can get it. And uh, <laughs> we got it. So we were a little like, you know... Our, and now you got to spend it. We do. Before the end of the year. Before right. the oh, end of the year. Before the end of 2022. Yes. So we are off oh. to the races uh, with that. And we have engaged... It's like sport. Yeah. We've engaged a, a planning firm. We have coordinated with the city's um, planning board to have a subcommittee of the planning board help us. To create a steering committee and literally like are working I mean I was working on it before I showed up here today um, w- starting the work to come together with a list of stakeholders and people to be interviewed and public meeting schedule and those sorts of things so you know and you can't get an extension it's 2023 perhaps we can you know but they that's don't want to it be back. it's going to be something Amy that the county will then it would have to apply to all recipients right. so it, it can't just be well right. arts council can't spend theirs um, and I think the party line right now is that the grant, you know, our, everyone's um, grant report is due at the end of January. So the only squeaking room that we know of right now but uh, might be between December and January. But, you know, we're also at the outset of the grant. So things could change if everybody's having a hard time spending the money. Right, right. You know? But, yeah, so that's, that's us and in a nutshell. And it's not that you have a hard time spending. I have this issue, like, just in city government. It's not like you have a hard time spending the money that you can't spend the money. It's in the time frame yes. with which you have to do it because you have to design yeah. and implement mm-hmm. an entire yes. project yes. in a short time frame. And I'm just going to use, by way of example, the the sewer plant. I mean, that's taken... Seven months. And it's still <laughs> running into hiccups. It's going to be hurdles. nine months when it's all said and done. Yeah, so just so our listeners know, yeah. and this is Public Art Commission. Um, <laughs> and Arts Council. And Arts Council. And, and really Wooden Walls, too, <laughs> let's mean, be whatever, honest. Right. I mean, it's certainly inspired by Wooden Walls. Um, so do you want to talk about what we're doing on the sewer plant so sure. people know, you know, just by way of example of using grant money, 
not yeah. that we're using, but planning no. a project from beginning to end takes months and months and months and months. Not you, you can't do that in six weeks. At least no. you can't in my experience. And it's interesting to go back just for a second. The master plan, like Carrie and Mike would harp on it. Mike would harp on it, how important it is. And Carrie would be like, yeah, this is how things get done in the civic realm, right? You need a bunch of people to say this is what an arts and culture plan looks like. So to me, it's like the really unsexy part <laughs> because, but what that means at the end of the day is that we'll have an arts district where artists can live and work in one place, which is, if you know zoning, that's a really weird thing to be able to, I think that would be one of the things. Carrie's like, it could oh. absolutely be a recommendation, but that's, exa right. that's exactly why you do something like this, because then if the city planning board and city council adopts it, you can turn to funders, you can, you know, it can inform a whole lot of stuff. And it is very unsexy. So that's why I'm not trying to it. tart it up as anything, but like, this is what will happen if you can get the city and every, like, it's like getting everyone on the same page, which is like a recipe. So I understood it that way. But with that being said, like the Arts Council was started. So in my opinion, that we could help the city, we all have very big scope of dreams that we want to do with art and culture. So it's like, oh, the Arts Council can find money to do all these things so you don't have to beg for money right right because <laughs> right? that's the yeah, hardest yeah. part yeah no absolutely because and also making people understand yeah so what i'll like if i say let's put three thousand dollars towards a mural the potholes aren't filled in yeah right. of course well the potholes will never all be filled in right? right they will never all be filled in so why not let's do a mural and then the next three thousand dollars will fill potholes yeah. but it's so hard to get people to see or lower my taxes. $3,000 would never lower have any your effect taxes, on your right. taxes whatsoever. Well, to support what Jen just said, specifically on the sewer plant summer 2022 <laughs> mural project, whatever our official title is, um, Arts Council was able to earmark some of the funds that we already had. And then we there was a grant opportunity, and we wrote and received a grant of $5,000 from Monmouth Arts. So that's a perfect example of how we can contribute to this project uh, in a way, you know, not that the city necessarily needed it, but it can help, right? We can add to what the city's already trying to do with funding, with technical support, and, you know. Because uh, basically we can go out and buy a case of water without asking seven people. Right. <laughs> and getting yes from all seven. I know. Yeah. Because that's the in most interesting thing and, you know, why I always say to you, like, I feel for you and all the people that work in city government because there is like this whole, you just are constantly asking for stuff and to a lot of people. Right. It's just, it seems inefficient. I know that's the way you have to do it, but so the city, city, I don't, we, we were going to name it, but we never did. So we never came up with a name for the sewer plant, but I do love the fact that, and I know this because I had Werner Baumgartner on our podcast, that the whoever put the words historic in front of our sewer plant, it's totally accurate. We had one of the first um, what you, you sanitary sewer yeah. systems, systems on the Jersey Shore. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. you used to in, the in the country, I thought he said like one of the. So first whose idea was it to put the word historic in front? Of, was that you? I don't know who did that, but. Somebody I, I think I just put historic in front of everything. Well, you wrote the you wrote you the, wrote it, so it could have been you. Oh, could so have you been were me. the one. <laughs> Very well, could have been me. Well done. <laughs> we have a fascinating sewage system history here because James Bradley was a clean freak. Yeah, yeah. Which so proves my my theory that he's a closeted gay man. Mm. Could have been. I think so. Oh. I we swear can to cut God, that this, out. This guy on the motorcycle is riding around the block. 
He knows see. you The won. motorcycle guy is irritating <laughs> the shit out of Joe. Just fucking irritating the runs. shit out of Joe. We, did, we didn't hear a single bike in the hour before the podcast. And I this know, guy's not gonna one. Run, this guy's going to run the block like four times. But, but they also, yeah. um, I think, I don't know if I learned this on Warner's show or you told me or Mike Sedano told me that when the World Fair happened in Chicago, they consulted Asbury Park about how to do sanitation. That's crazy. The, the, I think Warner told this. Oh, did Warner tell you that? Devil I don't remember that. City. Or no, somebody De- told Devil in the White City is a hell of a... Excellent book. What's Devil in the White City? It's about the World's Fair. Yeah. Chicago. It's, and a, a, it's and a, a serial killer. killer. <laughs> but it's oh, really, it's excellent. It's really two books. It's one book is about like all the architectural wonders. Oh, cool. And they're like, oh yeah, and there's a serial killer hanging out. I might have it. Is that H.H. Holmes? Holmes? Okay. Yes, that guy. Fair enough. So good. Yeah, if I have it, I'll give it to you. I think we okay. read it in our book club. Okay. Um, okay. So, pu- but, can I So ask- what, are we, what are we doing at the sewer plant? So you've mentioned the project, but what is happening? What are we doing, Jen? What are we doing? What has taken us nine months to do, Jen? (laughs) Well, first we had to decide. It still has to get it done, and we had to. We're having a baby together, so (laughs) we're birthing an art project. This is the other problem. So everybody has ideas, right? So like, we'll be like, let's paint the sewer plant. (laughs) No, let's paint this light post. Let's paint this street. Let's, Let's paint, paint this wall at Brando's that we've yeah, talked yeah. about for 10 years. 10 yeah. years. 10 years we've talked about it. 10 years. We've talked about it so long the garden is now overgrown and you can't see the wall so I think we're out of the, we're I in the mean, clear. This Saturday we were there um, taking down <laughs> bits and pieces of the garden just so you know the Shade Tree Commission was there you know minimizing the Merchants Park Garden but and that is the point with the grants. Yeah. It we have been talking about a mural on the wall at Brando's that faces Cookman for 10 years, 10 and we have years. not been able to make that materialize. But this um, one came together in nine months, so we're very grateful. Nine-ish. Nine-ish We'll months. see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, what's lovely about this is that uh, the wastewater facility treatment plant on 7th and Kingsley have these really great, um, for a visual, walls. We're calling them walls. They're about, what was it, 16 by 15, so they're almost a square format, but some of them are horizontal. And it would just makes the perfect palette for a large group of people, all with different styles, all being able to uh, exist on the same wall together because there is a structure around each wall that gives it sort of a break in the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And so it started as a thought, an Asbury Park Arts Commission. See, I even get the Asbury Public oh, Arts. Thank you. <laughs> Well, if I, here, I'll interrupt. You know that we spent like a year deciding on what our name was going to be. I know, and we still didn't. And we couldn't it. agree, so we came up with the most utilitarian one that we could. What were some of the other names? Oh, please. Oh, let's, I'll I, send it to you. That'll like be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I like the uh, We had the like cultural. blueprint and like all kinds of yeah, things. And then we were going to have a tagline and yeah. that sort of thing. But then people were going to be like, who's blueprint? What, what What's that about? Yeah. Yeah. So I know. Do you know Kathy Kelly came up with a, uh, a little caption for our sewer plant? Yes. No. Give, she's, she wants to make t-shirt for all the artists that say we're the shit. It says Asbury Park, <gasps> we're the shit. She already made me oh one. Oh my God, that's brilliant. You, Why don't I have one? Why, what, Kathy we, Kelly, if you're listening. Yeah. Amy Quinn needs a I am the shit shirt. Oh, yeah. 100%. I prefer a tank top, but I'll yeah. take it in any form. <laughs> we can also send you all the fun names we tried to come up with to brand the project. Hopefully we'll still change our name at some point. But with that being said, um, well, it, it starts as an idea. We talk about it at Public Arts Commission. Then it sort of Amy has to go and work her magic of explaining the project and getting money for it. And that's begging. Yeah. My magic is begging yeah, and being deferential it. and building up people's egos. <laughs> 
Chapter one of Amy's public yes, administration exactly. textbook. <laughs> what, How to think and, and grow rich. And making people think it's their idea, right? So I have right. to plant the seed in a way. Then I have to circle back and be like, what did you think about? And then I got to circle back again a few more weeks when it's fully their idea and be like, oh, my God, that is a great idea. Let's just get that done. Yeah. Let's get that done. Should we cut this out? Because it's ruining your, your process. Yes. <laughs> like people are going to go, ah. Oh, that's what Amy does. That's what Amy does. I'm not answering another email. Mm-hmm. The, the most challenging part of the process is the, um, the application because mm-hmm. it has to follow legalese. And I was not prepared for what that meant. And I did. I found out what that meant, which is basically a lot of confusing jargon to people like us that don't work in government. But Carrie, it made total sense for Carrie, which was great. So she helped. Did the RFP process make perfect sense to you? Because Jen and I were befuddled by it because we didn't have to do it last time. It did, because, but I didn't realize it was going to be an RFP until the last minute. We thought it was going to be an open call put out by the Public Art Commission, but then it turned into an RFP you know, that has some very strict guidelines, like this must be in by 12 o'clock and you must have 12 copies. And we have to and open you it in the have, public. And just correct. so people know it, it a turned for in, proposals it really is what an RFP is. turned into almost like a bid for uh, as a vendor, as right. if you were trying to get the lowest bid for, you know, paving a street or something. Right. And that is uh, a little uh, or a lot different than what I guess artists, especially uh, those who do public art projects, are not necessarily used to that. And so... We didn't know, even in writing the open call, that it was going to be formatted as an RFP. So that's why when it got very structured at the end, we were like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, what does this mean? What does uh, this mean, Carrie? What does this so, mean? Amy, what does this yeah, mean? So, it, so our art, um, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. And so are art grants for non-governmental entities different? Like, so if like you're the Guggenheim Foundation and yes. you want to give a specific artist a grant, mm-hmm. it's less complicated? Yes. Yes, very much so. So it's just the, the existence of a government entity makes it a government thing. I believe so, yes. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of things that they probably have a public process depending on the, th- the threshold of the amount the artist might get paid. And, you know, I think there's a lot of things that could probably flow into it. I'm a little rusty on all my, you know, government ease. But, um, but yes, I mean, in theory, if a private group has the money, they can design whatever they want. And we can, I mean, we could come up with the same rules. We want 12 copies and we want it by 430 and anybody who doesn't make it, oh, well, or, but we could also relax that, mm-hmm. you know, whereas very the government un- would yeah. have a very hard time relaxing it's that. It's very unusual with yeah. open calls to yeah. follow that format. Like open calls are usually like, we need to see your portfolio. We need a resume. We need this, but there's no, like, we need 12 copies of this. In fact, while we were doing it, I was like, why do we have a green team if we're printing out all this paper right <laughs> you know and it's like bizarre to me yeah. but yeah and just and and this was the difference between the first mural project which was for that we did for out of the idea reopen. for the reopen yeah. that was dpw built which kudos Great. to dpw thank you DPW. built these beautiful mur- uh blank murals and we painted them but um uh, Mammoth Arts, you got ma- it, right. Yeah. Mammoth Arts paid the artist, so there was no payment from the city. And DPW um, built the structures. They paid, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the city may have spent a little bit of money on supplies, but it was a very, very small amount. And I think even that was through a grant. But this was a project that was going to be funded by the c- city for mm-hmm. a few thousand dollars, and um, that required the whole RFP RFQ process, right. which was which was brutal. It was brutal. But as we grow as a city, we'll probably need to have a, a cultural affairs office so that that yeah, so that we can put a person in city hall that can make Amy's life better. 
So, well, and we never waste any sort of process to learn, no. right? So no, now no, we know absolutely. how this one went, yeah. and if we know, not if we know that the only way the city can, you know, engage artists is through this process, we'll figure we out might go to, to them and say, "Why don't you let us be your agent?" You know, next year, if mm -hmm. we want to do, if we want to do this again, let us be your agent. You tell us what you want, and then hopefully we can, uh, you know, have maybe a slightly different process. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what? process teaches you. And so like through this process, I'm like, it's nine months. So when I get to do a mural festival, yeah. I'll know how, <laughs> how this process works. 2027, we'll yeah. start planning now. So what, I, what I've noticed, like if you go to Philadelphia, there are murals everywhere. Now. Yeah. Is that the result of a concerted government, cultural, like yes minister no. effort? Mm -hmm. You know, because like um, I was there before the lockdown and I was just wandering it's around. I'm like, it's yeah. like every building. It's stunning. And yeah. huge ones. Very well funded. Uh, yeah, exactly. By, but by whom, though? Is it like so the like, for instance, in Jer Philly is yeah. very kind of similar to Jersey City. Jersey City's made a commitment to art, so the mayor is really into this idea of art. They have a nonprofit they work with. They also have a Department of Cultural Affairs. Mm -hmm. They put it into their budget. They have an art tax. So when you see that, it's a sort of unified... Uh, it's also a, I mean, what's beautiful about it is I don't know how all those agencies come together to make hmm. it. A, you know what will help that? An arts and culture plan. Hmm. 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 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Connect the dots. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, but it's also different. Hmm. Asbury's 1.5 square miles and Philly right. is Philly. Right. Right. And Jersey City's huge. So, yeah. you know, it's, I think for what we have here, it, I think we're, it's pretty impressive. So. Yes. Um, yeah, so the process was very interesting. We did an open call. We got 62 submissions, which is great. Um, out of the 62 submissions, we picked uh, nine artists, and seven of them are women, which is interesting. And half are from Asbury. And half are from Asbury. Yeah, no, very proud of that. They yeah. hit all Amy's boxes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Sorry. Um, and to, and to, Take us through the painting schedule, Jen. I wish I knew. Oh, okay. No. They're going to paint They're starting sometime. tomorrow. It's Are starting they? tomorrow. Yeah. It's, well, a couple of people I heard. Well, we have these two helpful gentlemen that ride around in a golf cart named Garrett Guyberson Sr. and Rich. And and, oh, not, not Bonge. No, Rich. Okay. Do you know Rich? The oh, we just gentleman? Met, we just met Rich. We he have takes to, care of the bathrooms. We want to talk to him. He takes care of the bathrooms on the boardwalk. Okay. Anyway, they've become very interested in the project. They've been very helpful. Mm -hmm. They give me a report every morning of what's going on. So today's report was somebody's somebody's painting. And I was like, okay, it's all right. He's like, I got her name. I found out she's allowed to be there. I found out she's a teacher in Brick, New Jersey. Oh, Jude Harser. Uh, okay. And I was like, awesome. How does it look? And he's like, it's white. And I'm like, they're all like, Rudy is so excited. Um, Carrie showed him. Like, we did a little mock-up to see where the murals might look, what murals might look good to each other, you know? And he was like, whoa, that's what you're doing? So I think what you're going to have an easier job going forward once. Once people see it. Because it's visual. Yeah. You can tell people all day long what we're doing, we're painting, and they're like, oh, why do they have to paint everything? And then when it's when it's up, they're going to be the same people like, why are you taking down the painting? So oh, And we do have to shout out Rudy from yeah, the sewer. Right. We've had Rudy on the podcast. Yeah. He I think is, he's been at the sewer plant for God, 34 say, years. I was going to say 30 some years. Yeah. We got yes. a tour of it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Which is what I have. It's wild. It's wild. He, super wild. interesting. Did he tell you the story about the car landing through the second floor? No. No. I'll tell, I'll tell you about that after. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's wild. The sewer plant is its own maze. I'm fascinating fascinating yeah. it is it's fascinating so you should he, broadcast from there 
No, you don't want to do that. Talk about background noise. It's super loud in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not in the summer. Um, Um, So basically, I think what's going to happen is artists will will come in and out for the next month painting when they can. I think I tried to tell everybody not to paint on the weekends, but I don't think people's lives will allow them to do that. I just let them know that parking here is like survival the fittest. And um, for some reason, that lot is crazy. Yes, and we'll, I will mark off spaces if yeah. people need it. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. But what's going to be exciting is I think that if we let people know it's happening, it's a really fun sort of community engagement for people to go down and watch. Oh, 100%. And Every it's going to be like a month long, so that's like almost a month long. Literally so. watching the paint dry. Yeah, yes. literally. <laughs> literally. But the challenge of the process is that you don't you can pick the artist, you communicate with the artist, but you forget about little things. Oh, they need electricity. Oh, they need water. Oh, they need to pee. They yeah. need to drink. They need, you know, and I know they're all adults, but you, it's like we're hosting nine people that are yeah, giving us you a think gift. You get like a porta potty there? Well, the bathrooms on the boardwalk are close enough, so it'll be fine. And those bathrooms are beautiful. They're mm-hmm. nice. Oh my God, they're amazing bathrooms up there. But it's going to be very exciting for everybody, and I don't think they even know it yet. And that's kind of the beauty because I've seen the other side of what it can do, you know? And so I think that. All the headache is totally worth it once the first mural goes. You for, totally forget about it. You yeah. forget about how challenging it is. You forget about, oh, my God, wh- why did I have to do this? You're just like, oh, my God, this is so great. I can't wait to do more. So I, I hope that's the sentiment that everybody kind of feels. I think they will. Well, DPW working hard on a Sunday night. I got to give them credit. The other thing I'll mention to vibe off of Jen is that part of the Mammoth Arts grant uh, is going to help us do some archival video footage of the process oh great so we intend to do some filming throughout the three weeks that they're going to be painting so that we all have it to share ourselves the city mammoth arts everybody so we're going to document the project so that is one of the you know projects we're really excited about with public art commission but take us through what's going on with um esbury park arts council what do you guys have in the hopper? And I know you're helping us tremendously, tremendously with the sewer plan. Carrie's a problem solver, man. I'm telling you, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is the arts and culture plan that we just talked about. So that's going to keep us, I would say that that is our chief uh, and largest project between now and the end of the year. It's, uh, you know, the public is not going to really see or feel that for a couple more weeks, perhaps. But then once we're out and about, you know, it's really an all comers thing. Uh, we will be targeted in terms of some communication, but then it's really open to anybody who lives or visits to give us feedback in terms of, you know, uh, arts and culture in, in the t- city. Um, the other things that this, you know, this grant that we got are going to support is uh, that we're pretty excited about and already starting to plan is an AP and three film challenge. This is something that, oh, again, wow. Mike Sedano and Nancy Sabino ran twice when they owned the showroom with no budget and said it was just phenomenal in terms of the the quality of the product, who put stuff in. Um, and so we put that in this grant and got some funding to be able to, you know, uh, put some money behind it in terms of both advertising, prizes, you know. And, and take people through what it is. I know what it is, but take people yeah, through it's, it it's And I'm learning about what it is because uh, they're educating me. But we're going to do it. In, uh, the plan is to do this film challenge in October. And you, um, you register beforehand. But then when it starts, you have three days to make a three-minute film about Asbury Park. You are given a prop, a theme, and a line of dialogue that has to be in the three-minute film. You can do it with your family. You can do it with your colleagues. You can do it on your iPhone. 
and you submit it, and I believe we're gonna be using a, an online submission system, um, and you submit it, and then it'll get judged over a period of a couple of days, and then there'll be, um, there's gonna be a, a screening of the winners, you know, and there'll be prizes associated, that sort of thing. And so we're really excited, and we want to do a big push to try to get as many folks involved as possible, since everyone pretty much has an iPhone, yeah. everyone likes to make movies, you know, the rise of TikTok and social media, everybody fancies themselves a filmmaker. Um, so we just thought it would be a fun and creative way and also hopefully something that we could make a signature uh, APAC project going forward, you know, and really grow it. But it, it's, So when you're filling out this grant, are you, do you have to identify, oh, yes, you, do, you have this to is, say specifically yeah, what's Amy, so they, they consider oh, okay. the, these restricted funds. So we put in some very specific projects and we knew when we filled out the grant that we'd have to spend it by the end of the year. So we didn't, you know, you could ask for up to half a million dollars. We knew there was no way, you know, that we could do that. The, the other thing I'll mention about the grant is you could, as a nonprofit, go for historic losses or prospective expenses. And since we were sort of a smaller organization that didn't really have any historic losses, we went all prospective expenses. Um, there's other groups in town that may have used some of theirs, you know, that got even bigger awards for, you know, I'm not privy to those details, but but you do. You, you put in and you give them a laundry list of this is the program I want to do and this is how much I want it for. And that's what you get back. And that becomes uh, an appendix to your grant contract with the county. Put it this way, I really wanted a golf cart. Because you did it for, well, you did it for Wooden Walls. And you, I did. you got a grant you know funding. And we Wendy, should give a shout out Wendy to Wendy Glassman. Yeah, we should give a shout out to Wendy Glassman, and there's there's Rich. So I'm going to tell you one more thing that we're doing with uh, no no with this county money because we're really proud of it, and it's going on right now. And that is that we found out um, that there is a successful summer camp, a week long summer camp that runs two sessions, two one week sessions, and it's called Inspire Life Fine Art and Technology Camp at Second Baptist Church. Um, And we were they had a, a budget gap this year and we put that in our grant ask just to see if we could get some pass-through funds for them and we got that money as well so we were able to use the grant money to pass they're another nonprofit, so we were able to pass through some money to them and the kids over there do a host of things um but you know they're taking dance class they're doing you know they're they're actually i believe i just saw that megan from over the moon art studio is going to lead them on a painting class this oh, week that's, that's awesome. when i go when i'm going to go over there Yay. um and a shameless plug for Asbury Park Arts Council, is that we had a small uh, networking event, very small. Don't anybody be mad that you weren't on the list, because that's <laughs> all I get is guff about that. But anyways, very small. Same and guff. we actually introduced uh, Megan from Over the Moon Art Studio to Pastor Van Zant, who runs the, the camp. And now I see via email that she's going to go over there and she's going to run yeah. a little session for part of the campers this next week. Oh, I Isn't that love cool? that. Yeah, oh so, my God. You know, I totally love yeah, that. Yeah. So it's really nice and it's something that's happening and he's, you know, I'm now following he's on really Facebook cool. so I can also yeah. see all the great things that the camp has been doing, you know, and we can just get them some exposure. We, you know, introduce them actually to VJ and Michael uh, via email about the dance fest and if any of the, cause dance is part of what these campers are doing so we let them know about the free event yesterday here in the carousel where dance fest was over in town yes oh great yeah, yeah absolutely do you know him i do he, he was a former guest he was a guest on the, on the show, guest on the show. Both. I, i'm an avid listener of this podcast and i miss rudy and 
Samaj? Rudy was a few years. He's like, Rudy's the first he like year. The, he was like the third or fourth. Uh, yeah. He was like the week Ever. before well, or after I can year, go so. back. Yeah, yeah he, he, was, he was when Jan still had had the... Words. That's where yeah. I got interviewed. Uh, yeah, 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 That was yeah. fun. Pastor yeah. Van was a great guest. Was, he was like, during COVID, I think, to talk about um, how COVID was affecting oh, like, yeah. everything. Religious institutions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. You know, Jen always has to listen to me like a pine about how to get... You know, I grew up in the suburbs that... You know, my mother was always big on art. My mother, my first apartment bought me art before she bought me, you know, helped me buy furniture. But um, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Um, and we used to, my mom used to let me skip school and go to New York to go mm -hmm. to museums and stand online to get the free tickets for the plays. Um, but other than that, I had to go to school. <laughs> but anyway, I say all of that in that the importance of art, I felt like as a kid was so, so important to me to be exposed to it. So I'm always like opining on how to do that successfully for kids and sometimes unsuccessfully. Um, to see what kind of hits and what sticks and what doesn't. Listen, I take an informal poll. Another thing we've been doing at APAC is going over on Music Mondays in Springwood Park. Yeah. And we have a, a table, you know, for, for APAC. And I, um, I don't have any kids, but I have a niece and nephew who are very young. So I came up with, like, you know how you get adults to come over is you get the kids to come over. So I just... Had somebody, well, I do, but I actually had someone draw me something on a piece of foam core and I bought a bunch of stickers. And so every kid that would walk by, I'd ask them to come help me make a collage. And then while they're there and I get them, they get to keep some, they give me some, I just ask them what their favorite kind of art is. And if they don't seem to know what I'm talking about, I just list them out. Like, what do you like? Do you like to draw? Do you like to sing? Do you like to dance? You know, and again, it's very unscientific, but everybody likes some kind of art. Absolutely. You know, everybody does. Which is wild that you have to fight for the dollars. You know, if you look at the history of art, every great piece of art had needed sponsorship of right. some kind. It's yeah. not like artists were like these in right. standalone entrepreneurs was chuck, you know, churning it out and making millions. Like they were all, Shakespeare was begging for each, <laughs> for each word, you know. And so all of the monuments of quote Western civilization were supported by government or yeah. big money. Totally. Or patrons. Yeah. Or patrons. It's yeah. not, it, it, you cannot have civilization without right. patronage of art like we need know. more patrons of the art in asbury park yes totally. so if you're listening totally. <laughs> we need a billionaire and we are waiting for you if you're the billionaires <laughs> for all the billionaires in the audience and you're really looking for a place to <laughs> to direct your charitable uh, i totally can year, help you spend it yeah, yeah we in would a love very to spend sensitive your money. and important yeah. way i mean yeah. bruce was here the day we, we could i was going to just straight up ask him for 20 million and have no qualms about it yeah not not one bit because that's important. You don't understand. Like, art is everything. Asbury isn't going to be Asbury without art. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I'll debate it till I don't, can't debate anymore. But mm -hmm. to your point, and, and I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and I often got in trouble because I could not raise enough funds to get a bus to go to Philadelphia to go to the Rodin Museum or the Philadelphia Museum of Art or Pittsburgh Museum of Art because the football team got more than the art department. And I would try to make these arguments about, well, why is football important more important than art yep. and no one had an answer they're like it, it it is what it is so that's like no it and is. isn't that your answer to this day it right? is what it, it is. is what it is i mean you can look at who's the highest paid state employee in nearly every state and it's usually the football coach of the state university it's crazy yeah. it's yeah. crazy um and you can't keep an art teacher None. Well, yeah. we get, you know. I also should give a shout out to Megan, who's doing the thing with Pastor Van Zandt. Yeah. She is also one of the artists who are doing the panels. Yeah, yes. and she's like, I'll help anybody that needs help. She's the best. Yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. She, um, so. she, you're going to be able to see her work on our historic sewer plan. 
<laughs> I'm just going to say that because it sounds, it sounds really amazing. good, right? That'll be a t-shirt though. Like, you know, visit Asbury Park's historic sewer plant. Make Rudy famous. Wear the shit. Yeah. Wear the shit. Wear the shit. Maybe we should get Rudy a shirt that says on the shirt. Oh, you should totally get Rudy a shirt, shirt that you says he's going to wear it. He'll wear anything. He wears like flannels. He's, he wouldn't care. He's a straight dude. That's yeah, what they do. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll wear, he'll wear you, whatever you bring him. Are you going to listen to this podcast? No. He um, But listen, can we talk about the grant and wooden sure. walls and what and what you're going to be doing with it? Yeah, actually, um, so it's separate interesting. separate from the Arts Council. Yeah, separate so from Arts Council Arts got a grant Council. and then um, wooden walls got a grant. Yeah, which is amazing because um, this all started... Also, I have should to give a shout out to Tommy Arnone, right? Yeah, um, you know, it's interesting. His whole big believer in the arts. Yeah, Tommy Arnone's office, uh, Christopher Marion, who works for Tom Arnone, Joe Barris. During COVID, they took many meetings with me because I said, I'm in a weird predicament. I have a corporate sponsor that doesn't have a place that can make money. So obviously, my budget is going to get cut. I'm not even going to ask for it. So um, I called them and said, I know you're giving a lot of grants to for-profit businesses but what about nonprofits? and they were all so kind to like take my call say I'm sorry we all know your project we love it we understand how important it is because I was trying to make the argument like it's open and it's free can I keep doing this um, and they were like we have nothing in place that can help you but I bet at some point we will and so when this grant came out you sent it to me Amy and so did Joe Barris Christopher Marion and then we talked and they're like there was so much need for arts and culture in the grant that we added it. And you were one of the people that we thought about because here is our chance to finally help you. So I knew that like, oh, I have to do this. And I tried to write it over and over again. And I was spending many hours just speaking from my heart and talking about the project. And I understood I needed somebody that was like a third party sort of like, okay, that's great, Jen, but we need words that sound like grant words. So between Carrie and Wendy Glassman, they were great. Um, it was hours and hours and hours of listening to me talk and talk and talk and edit and edit and edit. But I was, for some reason, I have an issue with asking for money, which is hilarious that I own an art gallery and a nonprofit because it's all about money. You, for e okay, it's not <laughs> only asking for money. It's if I say, here's, so we have this all the time. I'm like, I want to pay you if Joe and I use Parlor. I'm what? not taking your money. But you guys I'm don't not make any money. money, so that's stupid. No, but if we're using your space, we should pay a little bit yeah. for. Anyway, uh -huh. you not only have a problem asking for money. When people want, sometimes want to give you money, you have a problem accepting it. As right. Well. So the yes. only thing I can think of is in my past life, I was a super rich person, and in this life, I carry that energy, and I think I'm still a super <laughs> rich person, yeah. and I'm not. So You've got a I have to get into reality. You have a, kar a karmic disconnect. I do. I have a karmic disconnect. Yeah. So, but that being said, um, Wendy was great. She was like, ask for 250 and I almost passed out. I was like, I was going to ask for 50,000 cause I know I have to fix 10 panels and that's what it'll cost. And she's like, she was great. Cause she was like, well, what about, how are you going to put the artists up at a hotel? And I'm like, Oh, Hey, are you going to feed them? Well, I have in the past. Well, now you can, well, how are you going to get them here? How are you going to do this? And she kept asking me questions and questions and I said, I tap out, Wendy. Can you make this budget for me? So she gave me the list of all the things that I wanted to do. Uh, like I gave her a list, um, and she she put it all together at the end because she, I'm sure, saw me struggling with it, as Carrie can attest. And I'm so thankful that they did because I was afraid to ask for that amount of money. And I, when I got it, I was still like, Are you sure? Are you so, sure? Sometimes you have to ask for more. I think mm -hmm. I, I had a friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
um, someone else in town was raising money and they were hesitant about asking for 35. And I don't know, I'm not involved in fundraising. I was like, I was like but you need 150. Yeah. So why not ask for 150? Yeah, like, right. why be afraid to ask for 35? That doesn't help you because <laughs> you still need right. to get yeah. to 150. And the request for 150 worked. Right. And Isn't that amazing? Because well, the other side of the grant said there's a lot of bureaucracy, but it seems that they have money. They are also mandated to give it away. Right. They like, have right. to give it away. Right. So yeah. they, I mean, so that now you're meeting each other at a point, like mutual yeah. benefit there. It's like, yes, yeah. have, there's money I can give away. So so basically the things that I put in the grant, um, Wendy is a, and as well as I am, I'm a huge fan of Hot T's work. I want to yeah. see him have a more permanent structure here so we don't have to fix it all the time. So we got enough money to have him investigate what a, more permanent structure would look like and when I say more permanent I'm everything is temporary um, it would be probably two years instead of six months which is great disclaimer all things are temporary always everything we do is temporary here with the arts and Park. <laughs> especially um, this close to the water I mean mother nature really dictates all this stuff anyway and the so. waterfront redevelopment plan <laughs> <laughs> who has more clout Mo uh, mother nature or the She'll show you who has more clout. I yeah. know. Soon. Um, so the other lovely thing that we're going to do is take the panels that are too damaged to be up safely on Sunset Pavilion. Which has people just fuming. Fuming. I get fuming. nasty emails from wedding I photographers. I get nasty emails as well about Sunset Up Pavilion. Really? Yeah. I want to be like, Why you do you know, think the city was like, you know, shit's falling off that. Yes. You can't, you yeah. know, you got to actually do something about yeah. that. So they basically, um, the grant's going to pay for new wood for to put new panels up and recycle the old ones, which is great. So that's our, that's our biggest project is um, doing, I have to replace three-fourths of the art on Sunset. So if I didn't get this grant, it would have been devastating. We, so talked, we talked to Bradley about this. It was like, you know, this art, that art is ephemera. Mm -hmm. You know, it's outside. It's exposed to the elements. Yeah. It's not the it's Mona not going to last. Yeah, it can't yeah. last. But that's the part of the. That's kind of the beauty of it, I yeah. think. So the rule is we're thinking it. each panel on the Sunset Pavilion lasts about four to five years. And the rule is if you're an artist that has that location, you have three choices. You can come back and redo the painting you did with an update or you can pass it forward to another artist that you think would benefit from the experience. But um Nobody gives their wall away. I was just going to say, do people ever give their wall away? Of Not course, yet. I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't. So what's nice is then it becomes like a situation where now all these artists are also rooting to get this money because they know that they can come back and fix their stuff because I think it is very painful for artists to see social media of their works. They know it's temporary, but it's still like you're never totally. ready for it to be done. Totally. Because four years go so fast. I mean, it's like leaving a kid out in the rain. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and I can't, I cannot take pictures yeah. of the this fencing and stuff. Like it's just, no, it looks like I they're in jail. I get nasty emails from people with their weddings. Oh, me too. Oh, I was yeah. like, you know what? You could pay. So Madison heard that and said, well, let's. Let's let them in the carousel, but offer, ask, tell them you need a donation. Like they, they've had this for a free experience. Right. So I emailed all of the people that were all nasty to me and said, we're going to offer you the low, low price of two hours for a hundred dollars to go in there and have your private wedding shoots. And they were like, no, thanks. Right. So I felt bad until that. Cause I was like, oh, you just want a free, mm -hmm. but you're charging your clients. So wouldn't mm -hmm. you want the art? Like it's a symbiotic relationship. If you give to the project, there'll always be art. Right. So you will always have a place to shoot, which I think is a very, because it does. 
for those who don't know, the, build, the, par the, par the parts of that building are falling down, and so yes. it had to be fenced off. Right? Well, I think so they're working. They're, yeah. They've done some work on it. The so. back is done, which is great. Yeah. Garbage truck. DBW. DBW. I think it's that time of the day where everybody throws their garbage out. Man, you know, we get like all the residents are on the boardwalk Monday mornings, ready to complain. To complain. So <laughs> I have to Carrie's say, like, I'm I give know. you guys credit. Like they do a really good job on Sunday nights. You know, Fourth of July that was brutal, and yeah. I got zero complaint. Very few complaints. That's I great. Say zero. Yeah. But very few complaints after that because the guys yeah. were like, "We're just gonna, we're gonna take care of it." Mm -hmm. um, can I ask about when you were working? So one of Carrie's other endeavors was working at Madison. That was like, is that, was that a good experience? Like, I'm not saying it for Dish. I'm saying it like managing <laughs> and having a vision of the boardwalk. You know, we could have a boardwalk that looks like Seaside or even Atlantic City. And Which I love it. Atlantic a lot easier, City, actually. That has t-shirts, yeah. pails, um, buckets, and pizza. Cigar shops. Right. Yeah. That has all of your typical kind of boardwalk. Jersey boardwalk. Totally. Stuff. And we don't. And we great. get beat up for that. And we yeah. don't get beat. And, and people love it. Like that experience, because you were involved early on. Because they can go to Point Pleasant and Seaside if they want that. Yeah. And right. Right. I mean, we used to catch all kind of hell for, um, I, I literally had a grandmother call me once and say, how dare you not have anything for my granddaughter to do? I have to drive all the way to Point Pleasant. I live in Long Branch. I, re I remember this very vividly. And I was like, how, how do I actually answer this call? You don't pay my tax bill. Yeah. You, don't, you don't even live in this city. So the fact that, you, I mean, she was very angry that we were an adult playground, that there yeah. was a conscious effort, um, I guess, on Madison or Gary or however, whoever had the vision. You know, I was, again, I'm not the visionary. I'm a good implementer. And so I came in and it was like, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to have any of these uh, national tenants that you could find anywhere. We're not going to, you know, we very much want to support sort of and be quirky and different. And, you know, yes, we have liquor licenses, but it's going to be restaurants. And again, I wasn't even in the first iteration of the boardwalk. I think there was two or three summers prior to me getting here. Um, so it had already started to be built when I came and I just had to manage it. And mm. Um, it was very interesting because I'm also not from New Jersey. So to me, a boardwalk is a whole wacky idea in the first place. I grew up in the South. You don't have this kind of thing where you go to the maybe in Myrtle Beach, but I'm from Atlanta. I mean, mm. uh-uh. This, this whole, like, I can sit on the beach a foot from somebody I don't know. I can put my <laughs> flip-flops on and go get a piece of pizza. That is bizarre. You, yeah. This is not how <laughs> I grew up going to the beach at all. Yeah. You know, so me inheriting and having to manage it has been or was uh, really interesting, you know, and you could stand and have one foot in the pavilion and one foot on the boardwalk and you're literally like, I'm in charge of this and Garrett's in charge of that, which is why we fought all the time, you know, but we're good friends to this day because we had to figure out how are we going to run this thing together, you know, because I almost said to you, are you sure that that's DPW? Because that might also be Madison's guy with a Kubota driving down here to pick up oh, trash. Oh, that could totally yeah. be. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm saying they both yeah. do it. It's not one or the other. They're both doing yeah. it. You know, there's a lot of coordination that goes on between the the owner of the buildings and the city. Because and doesn't Madison actually manage the bathrooms that you're talking about? So no, it's Rich's no. city employee? No, no, they no, no, no. No, he mm -hmm. does now. Well, Madison it, used to manage the bathrooms, and then the city, I think we got in an argument with them, and now we've taken it over. Well, that's all post and Rich me leaving. That that been, remember, I've been gone since the yeah, end yeah, of 2016, yeah, so it's almost like I've never was there. You know, I have been gone from the management of it for so long. Um, you know, I, I think it was hybrid when I left, Amy. Okay. 
I was thinking about the, 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 the grandmother from Long Branch. Um, Long Branch's boardwalk burned down too. Mm. Did it? They had a, they had, um, they used to have like a, 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 a um, they had a very famous haunted house. Really? They, they had, oh. So they had a whole amusement pier also. So both Asbury and Long Branch had an amusement pier that is no longer there, but it was put out, partially put out of business by point. Mm. Yeah. Because you could mm-hmm. get there so fast. So yeah. So I understand that she's like, she's missing it because it was probably did when she was a kid, it was available there, but it's another, you know, Asbury and Long Branch both lost their amusement piers. You know, I don't, I don't care about Long Branch so much, but. Ha, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Sorry, yeah. Long Branch. <clears throat> Who does? They, um, so what should we be looking out for in the next three to six months for, oh for art initiatives? What are we going to like? Well, in the next month, you're going to see the sewer plant get painted. Which That's the most immediate thing you're going the to start seeing. Sewer, like, I'm not sure. The historic sewer plant. Historic sewer plant. You wrote it's it. It's the shit. You wrote yeah, it. Yeah, historic. <laughs> it's the shit. And you should look up the term night soil. Uh, uh, yeah. And then, what? Night soil. What's that? It's very 18th look, century. Look it up. It's not something <laughs> we want to talk about. Maybe we should call about. it night soil. No, you should no. not. Okay. Uh-uh. I guess I should look it up. But Both of us have to Google that. You will. It's It's pretty gross. Um... And then, as I mentioned, the arts and for APAC, it's going to be um, probably a few public meetings for uh, the arts and culture plan, and um, and then really we do have uh, this film challenge coming up in October, but we're going to start advertising it right after Labor Day, so there'll be a lot more, and that's going to keep us very busy uh, between now and the end of the year. We're also going to have a, hopefully, um, a networking thing to help other nonprofits. We have so many nonprofits in Asbury now, and Monmouth Arts wants to help to fund more Asbury Park um, nonprofits and projects. So we're going to try to do a networking thing with people in town, because I think a lot of times you hear, like, what are you going to do to help the artists? We did a, at our last networking thing, we put out a big pad of paper and had people write about what they wanted. And most of it was live workspace. How can I be an artist to live and work in Asbury Park? So, like, yeah. I think that's going to, as we grow as arts, you know, I think, like, all these projects we do to work together are for, are for the bigger projects, which is policy. And, you know, we all share this, like, how do we keep our creative class here? And, and I think that that's going to be an important thing that we all take on. And thank God we all like each other so much because if the sewer mm-hmm. plant took nine months. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I think that's going to be exciting for APAC as well. And for Wooden Walls, um, we're currently doing an artist residency space in the carousel, which is exciting because um, they kind of artists come here from all over the country. They spend anywhere from a week to or a weekend to a week here. And they take in the community. They roll around town. They hang out here and they when they leave, they leave us with a piece of art or they choose to do um, an exhibition or a talk. So we are going to have a couple exhibitions in the carousel, Labor Day weekend, the night before See Here Now. And then you're going to see a bunch of new murals go up somehow. I love that. <laughs> you know, my son learned to count on James Vance's mural. On the He's going to redo his. I hope he does the same thing. I hope I he does know. too. Yeah. Although if he doesn't, I'm sure I'll love what he does. But yeah, I, I used to Do you to know that autistic to... mothers bring their kids there? I, when I, I'm not joking i used to bring him up and we would go through the number i have pictures of him at like one and two on the boardwalk going through the numbers of his but what's cool about jensen is like he's gonna have this experience of growing up with art you know what i mean like i didn't have any art so it's like i i i don't think people 
we're at the point now of the volume of art that's going to be happening in the next year that if we're without it, it's going to be detrimental. When people have kids and they leave Asbury, which many, many, many do, um, I think to myself, like, it's mind boggling to me that it's so important that they get, they learn some obscene arithmetic that they're never going to use in their life as opposed to be around diversity, right? Arts, that the, the valuing um, the art culture, whether it's music or, it, it mind boggles me that they're like, oh, but it's, you know, I want to send them to a good school. And it's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not, all right, I got you. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's I'm not, not a mom, but I would. I was like, I, I'm so excited for kids that grow up here because. Have it's you such... ever used calculus? Because I haven't. I don't. Even, you know what? I didn't take calculus, so I think I was required to. I, I probably should have taken pre-cal. typing. Do they still yeah, do typing? Cal- I don't know if they. Cal do two is why I teach English. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my point. Typing so why are you sending your kid to school to learn typing. that shit yeah, yeah. that they're never gonna fucking use? But, but okay. So the other okay. thing, though, I think that is going to be very exciting is I believe everything happens for a reason. And Garrett and this man, Rich, have been very excited about the art. So guess what we're going to do now? Oh, we're, we're going to do the ticket booths. We're doing the ticket booths. You're planting that seed because it's yep. going to be their idea. He we, planted it. Well, no, he, he was planted all about it, Amy. Why? I believe it's partly because I planted it. Well, <laughs> you okay. did. I you planted did. Edit this it. out. Edit this out because he called me and was like, you have a huge palette up seed. on the boardwalk. You have the <laughs> I'm chairs totally editing and, this the, <laughs> and the ticket booths and the lockers and the this and the that. And I was like, listen, I'm really busy they until the beginning of the, the red carpet for us to do the the beach huts yes yeah. yes and yeah. we have to do them bright colors because they're so hot in there well what's also interesting is what i learned and this is going to go for the city the more projects we do the easier it'll get the last thing i'm going to say about yeah. what we're going to do and then we can i'll shut up is i think that the most exciting part for me is that we whether it's wooden walls and apac and the city of asbury park and asbury park arts commission we're all working together in so many cool collaborative things that i you know we're going to do a beautification project where we can look at certain things around town that you might that might irk you, like the Bullards. And I'm like, oh, great, cool. I have funding now that I can address that. So, oh, we forgot to talk about the Ballards. Oh, because I don't know if I'm allowed to do yeah. them yet. Anyway, yep, we yeah. should wrap. Yep, we're done. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> it was great. Uh-